this is Dean Carnassus, the Ultra Marathon Man, and you are listening to the FitCast. Hello, welcome back to the K Selkin Funds FitCast. How was everybody's January? It's been a while. It's fucking February already. I know it's amazing. It's it's you know I'm in Austin, Texas. This is the time to be down here. We get uh, 35 to 40 degrees in the morning and 75 in the afternoon. It was 82 degrees yesterday. Yeah, you know what? I hate that we always open up the FitCast talking about how great. No, actually, we will not be doing that in about three, four, five, six, seven, eight months. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, besides enjoying fabulous weather, what else has been new with you, fun? Oh, have you been watching the Packers? Um, I did watch them. They had an impressive run going for a while. I was really excited. We beat the Cowboys. And you know what? Living in Texas, seeing the Packers beat the Cowboys was... Oh it was amazing. It was hard for me to text my local friends here, but I really wanted to, and I was drunk, so I was like, all right, I, I just have to do it. I didn't get a lot, ton of responses on that one. <laughs> they just ignored you. Yeah, it was. Poor Edwin. Edwin was heartbroken, so uh, we're going to have to take Edwin in this one. Um, speaking of which, you met Edwin. I did. He came up to Chicago. Edwin, it was so cool to meet you again. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm happy. It sounds like you guys had a good workout and then went out for a beer or two at, in the evening. Just one or two. That's it. We didn't have any more than that. All right. Well, I think he met. I he, I think he met the Kevin Waz later on in that evening. Yes, he had even more beers than I did because all the November Project Chicago folks went out for karaoke. That's what I heard. That's awesome. And Edwin, of course, is the one to to do that. So, so yeah. No, uh, Packers were awesome. You know, they lost to Atlanta and. It wasn't a close game. I'm okay with this way the season went after the shitty start, and uh, you know they, they crushed the Cowboys and went through the uh, went through the playoffs and lost to Atlanta. No shame. No shame. I bought a new house. What the fuck? Why did you just <laughs> throw that in there? <laughs> you Move. Throw that in after the Packers didn't make it to the. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to, you know, losing to Atlanta. I wanted to bring things up to a positive thing. So yeah. Bought a house not too far, a couple of miles from where we lived here in South Austin. I'm a, I'm a South Austin uh, lover, and uh, Kelly is as well. So here we are in a new house with a yard and uh, a fire pit and a coach house. It's awesome. Oh, my God. And it's just two of you in there with the animals, of course. Two of us, two Newfies, a brand-new Newfie included in that. A new Newfie, too. And Inigo Montoya. We can't don't forget about Inigo Montoya. I know, I know. I can't forget about an ego. So, uh, yeah, no, we have a new Newfie. We adopted a three-and-a-half-year-old uh, female who was a mom on, in a puppy mill. So the puppy mill got broken up, and uh, we rescued her. Oh, my God. So you've got a boy Newfie, a girl Newfie. Obviously, they're already in love with each other. They are. They snuggle. It's cute. And then you have an ego who doesn't love anything. Oh, he loves this yard, man. He's, he's slowly... <laughs> He's slowly taken over the neighborhood. So there's a couple feral cats that I haven't seen him get in confrontations with, but I think they know who's in charge. And so Project Austin's rocking it. Project Austin is rocking it. Any updates? Because I know that they were um, pledging. We So we sent an email to Pledge, and they told us they would get back to us and let us know if we could pledge. Yeah, we we don't have any news yet. I'm sure by the next vidcast we'll have some news on all of that. Uh, but but we had our sunrise 6K yesterday. I saw that on Facebook. How did it go? Did you participate? Uh, so I did not participate. I was the race director. You know, I've got my it's 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 before the sunrise. It's pretty dark, so I've got my my bike all lit up. So I was the I was the the cop in front that everybody would follow. My, yeah, on my bike. So I led the race on my bike. Everything was all lit up. It was really cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, we, we challenged Big D. We run Big D as a, as a workout group in Dallas. And uh, they had more attendance. The, the word is still out on who was the faster faster group. Well, so you, you, if you were the lead bike, you won it then, right? Well, except that I didn't finish it because I took a cut at the end to get to the finish line because there was a tricky part with the course at the end. So I had to get there and uh, stay there and sort of wave people in the right and wrong direction. That's cool, though. How many um, Project Austin nights? We had 29 people run it. Wow, that's really great. 
Yeah, we're we're standard is twenty five now. Twenty is the low, and uh, thirty is the high. So that's our that's our normal normal group. Yeah, we're growing. We're kicking ass. Okay, let me let me just give our listeners a little perspective. When I came to Austin a year ago, last yeah, February, I was in. I went to a Project Austin workshop. We recorded when I was there. It was so much fun. There were eight people there. Yeah, it was like wow, eight people. What a <laughs> there were two, it was me and Johnny from Chicago. It was like wow, eight. Now you're like eight. That's chump change. Yeah, that'll, that'll never happen again. We're we're yeah we're 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 always in the twenties now. I would say maybe on a Monday we might be like eighteen, but that's it. It's it's we're 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 legit. Okay, so I usually do the interviews when we interview guests on the show. I'm gonna ask you an interview question. Shoot. So that our listeners can can maybe get some advice. How did you do it? How did you go from eight members to 30 members? Oh, that's a great question. So a couple things. One, we had an additional person. So we have three leaders now and that helps. And they're, they're, you know, we, we reached out to our separate people. But what I've found is that when you do a bounce with four people, it's kind of fun, but you know, you're not that loud. When you get to six, eight, ten people, it starts to get a little louder and a little more fun. And then Gina, one of the leaders, Edwin and I, we started gotten this little competition as to who could have the coolest workout. And people responded to that. And now you have 10, 12, 15 people. And now the, the bounce is getting louder. And now you're at 20 people and the bounce is getting louder. And then we go out to breakfast and the happy hours. And then eventually it's like you just can't. It's, everyone's got FOMO. You miss a workout. You got, you got serious FOMO. Yeah, and we're going to keep crushing it. Um, so we're, we're really excited and maybe hopefully part of November project. Um, but yeah, we're growing either way. I did miss something this morning. So because I had to race lead yesterday, I did the Sunrise 6K on my own this morning. Oh, you did? You ran your 6K? Yeah, I just ran my 6K. I, what the hell? Why not, right? Like everyone else ran it and I was doing all everything else. So I'm going to run, I'm going to run the route. So I ran the route, got home, checked... Uh, checked my Facebook, and you know what I missed at Barton Springs this morning? What happened at Barton Springs? The, at, the... Five, at 5.45 a.m., there was a naked mile. No, you would have been perfect for that. I know. I love being naked, and I love swimming in cold water, and apparently there was a naked mile this morning. Okay, and let me just um, amend this. By cold water, you mean 68. 68 degrees cold air it was, it was about 45 degrees outside and 68 degrees and there was a naked mile swim outdoors this morning that i missed you know in chicago we probably have naked mile swims in february August. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know i think if you went in lake michigan you would die anyhow that's enough on me what's up what t- tell me about you Oh my gosh. So I've been now immersed in training for my next race. Training? It's February. When's your next race? My next race is ne- it's in March. That's it's coming up. You say it's next month. I'm racing next month. I don't like the way that sounds. <laughs> so I'm doing Puerto Rico 70.3. It's a half iron man in Puerto Rico. Yay, yay, yay! Puerto Rico, you lovely island, island of tropical breezes. For any of our listeners, that's actually Puerto Rico's national anthem. (laughs) (laughs) Always the palm trees flowing. All right, anyhow, you're going to Puerto Rico. What what town? What city? San Juan? San Juan. All right. Yeah, San Juan. And I just... So I was just talking to one of my coaches today and the run, so the half marathon is through old San Juan, so you see all the old buildings and it's hilly as fuck. Yeah. Um, it's going to be so pretty. I'm it's a volcanic there. island, I believe. Yeah, that's been my life is, is training for that, which, I mean, it's been fun so far. You know, it's, it's the beginning of the season race. You don't know what your fitness is going to be like, but you just jump in anyways. But actually, I did test my fitness last week. I ran, and, and I talked about this on the last podcast. I ran the S3 half marathon. Yeah. Which is, it's like the winter half marathon in Chicago. It's, it's at the end of January, so it's cold. Even, yeah. Even nice out for January, it's not like 70 degrees like it is in Austin. You spoiled brat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you win? Did you win? I came in like 1,000th place. That's so about right. Right? Uh, no. But I can introduce you to somebody who won their age group. What? So I can do that. I can do that a little later. But, um, yeah, half marathon in January in Chicago. It was cold. It was cold. And I know we've talked a lot in our episodes about what you wear when it's cold, either to train or to race. And, you know, we had a lot of discussions on what you wear. Like, I heard surgical gloves and layers. Yes, I've heard that, too. I've heard that, too. Um, so definitely layered, but um, I'm very proud. So my biggest accomplishment it was one of my fa- It was one of my faster half marathons, not a PR. One of my biggest accomplishments. My biggest accomplishment though was I felt pretty good. I felt like I dressed well. <laughs> I mean, it's for a runner when it's like 22 degrees out or whatever it was. That's a pretty good accomplishment. So yep. you need to give me a pat on the back. I will virtually pat you on the back. I remember my first 6K was 11 below. I ran with Anya the whole time, and we talked, and I wore three sets of running pants, and because it was so cold, I didn't even know that my outer set had sagged below my ass. So my <laughs> ass was sticking out. You were mooning everybody. I was, like two layers yeah, on exactly. I was mooning from the third layer, but there, there was still two layers of protection, but yes. Wow. See, I didn't go that hardcore. I just did one bottom layer. Oh, okay. Well, that's why one of us moved to Texas. <laughs> well, and, you know, this is, we can use words here on the FitCast that we couldn't on regular radio station, right? Yeah. So, you women don't have to worry about what we call popsicle penis. <laughs> what is popsicle penis? That's what happens when you run and it's nine below and you're only wearing one, lo- one, one layer. God. And I can explain to you what it is, but I think uh, I, I think, think our listeners. Our listeners have time for that. I think we need to move on. <laughs> I think the listeners can figure out what popsicle penis is, but uh, it's it's no fun. Let me tell you that. Oh my god! So is it a cherry popsicle, a lime popsicle? Uh, that I do, that I cannot uh, I cannot uh, tell yeah. you that. Anyways, let's make a a convenient segue. <laughs> Back to, back to, uh, convenient. you always, Fonz, you always say I'm good with segues. This is not one of the, no, segues. this is a, this is an awkward segue, but let's, uh, let's oh. go back to your race. How you came in a thousandth. I, I did. I came in one thousand. Exactly. I don't know. Who cares what I came in? Do you know any of the winners? I do know one of the winners. Oh. Well, I know an age group winner. All right. Who's that? So the woman that won the women's. 25 to 29 age group was Becca Menke. Becca Menke. Okay, I've heard that name before. Do you know what? I think our FitCast listeners have probably heard that name before. She's a, a good friend of ours. She's a good friend of the FitCast. I don't even know where to start with her. I'll start with the fact that she's a runner. Yep. Um, a marathoner. Ran a bajillion marathons. She's also a vegan, and our listeners know that we love vegans we do we've had a lot of vegan podcasts we have she's also a blogger she's a coach god i can't even i don't even she's she's got a lot of news to share this year with us but luckily she's with us today oh well one of my favorite friends becca mecky welcome to the fitcast thanks guys Sorry, we went from talking about popsicle penis. Yeah, to talking about I, you, you know, I'm honored to follow that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so yeah, congrats on your age group win at the super cold half marathon. Yeah, it was a lot colder than last year. Yeah, last year you guys had it pretty nice. Are you willing to share your time with us? Uh, it was 1:31 and change. 1:31. That's pretty fucking fast. It's it pretty fast. It's not even her fastest, and it's really fast. I ran, luckily, it, it was a lot of fun because I ran the majority of the way with Jeremy. Um, so Yeah, Jeremy Young. Yeah, so I got got a chance to, to help him you know, have a good race, too. Because he PR'd. He did, and he ran yeah. sub-90 minutes. Sub-90, yeah. yeah. It was, he was so, great. Wow. So it was a blast. <laughs> I love that race just because on the out and back, you get to see so many other runners yeah. and say hi. I feel like a rock star. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you were, you were leading the pack out there. 
But you're, so you, you run a lot of halves, but your marathon is like Lately. How many marathons yeah. have you done? Um, I've done 11 now. In the, so I started running them in 2013, so like three years. I've done 11. I've attempted 12. I had to be enough one. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've done 11 so far. 11 and counting. <laughs> oh, and counting for yeah. sure. Wow, 11. And then you're, um, you, you, you're like trying to do all the majors. Yeah, right, so, so the major marathons, can you tell us about what those are? I saw, I saw you run at Boston. Yes. Yes, she you got, did. She got that one under you saw me. You saw me like two or two or three times, I think. Yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, so the world majors, there's six of them. Um, there's Chicago, Boston, New York, Berlin, Tokyo, and London. Oh, my God. So I, I initially, when I started getting into marathons, I set the goal of doing one in all 50 states. Um, so I've started my way checking that out. I didn't know that. Yeah. So the so when I first started, I would always pick a new state, and then like I repeated Boston, and then I repeated uh, Chicago this year. But for the majority, all the other ones have been out of state. Um, but then I was like, well, that's a lot of traveling, and I think the majors. There's only six of them. I can kind of check those off hopefully a little bit uh, easier. So this past year in 2016 I did Boston, Chicago, and New York. Oh, so you're halfway there. Yeah. So, oh so yeah. Awesome. Easy. Well, not I, easy well, ones, easy but easy travel. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, Chicago would be easy. It's flat and it's at home. Boston is tough because yeah. you got to qualify and go uphill a ton. Yeah. And New York, I mean, is the same way. You either have to qualify or get in through a lottery or um or a charity. charity um but i mean the other ones you um you can qualify but for the majority it's just lottery so it's kind of luck of the draw if yeah. you get in or not and i, so. I do want to point out because our listeners can't see this you are wearing your oh. new new york city <laughs> marathon vest right yes. now so she's uh, yeah. looking the part today <laughs> Becca is looking the part yeah uh, uh, um so do you have any plans I do actually. In three weeks, I leave for Tokyo. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Doing, okay. Yeah, I'm super. I'm super excited. Um, I'm running Tokyo Marathon. Um, and that's one of the majors. It's wow, one of the majors. that's like the hardest one to to get to, and that's <laughs> your know. first international one. I know. I figure you know, just get it out of the way with. Um, but no, it was uh, Katie Clark. It was her idea to kind of apply for it. Oh. Um, Peer pressure. Well, uh, yes. I, I do that a lot with races. They're like, hey, Becca, do you want to run this race? It'll be fun. Okay, sure. Um, I'll just, you know, book the tickets to Tokyo. <laughs> well, you do, actually. So you do. There's um, there's an overseas lottery um, that you have to time qualify for. And I think for women, it's 40. So it's, um, I don't know. It's, I, I, it's not as hard oh, okay. as some so of the other ones. it's a little bit easier than Boston. It's easier than Boston. Oh, it's easier than New York. Yeah. Um, but for guys, though, I want to say it's like 255, so it's a lot harder for guys to walk out. Um, Fun, can you run a 255 marathon? Uh, no. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the start and end of that no, and I never will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me neither. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, so go to Tokyo and Yeah, and I'm, I mean, I'm making it more of a vacation and not a tourist race. I consider this a vacation. It's just to check it off. Yeah. What's the data? What's, yeah. what's the data on that? What's the data on that race? Uh, February 26th. 26th. So are I going to be in Las Vegas? Um, yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure you'll be up. No, that's a win. I'm going to put money. I'm going to go to the sports book and put money on Becca Menke to win her. Age division. Do it. <laughs> hey, she could be first American, couldn't you? First American woman, do you think? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, I honestly, I haven't. So, this is completely like a vacation type thing for me. Okay, I haven't even like even checked trying. out the course, checked out anything really about it. Because our listeners don't know, because I, I forgot to, to brag about this. She's really fast, guys. What yeah. Is your American year? 3.11. 3.11. So. I mean, that's fucking fast. Yep, I'm gonna go with the Blasio Sports Book plug.
Uh, thousand on Menke to win Tokyo. They'll be like... To win it. To win it. <laughs> oh, I can't let you down, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's basketball going on right now. Is that something to do with it? No. Just put it on the Cubs. <laughs> I did that last year. I lost the ticket the same day I bought it. I, the Cubs to win the I World know. Series. Oh, I about that on a I had a pocket full of random bets that lost, and I was drunk, so I just threw it all away. So anyhow, Tokyo, awesome. Well, good luck on that. That's going to be amazing. So then I'll make four majors, four world majors. Four world majors. I mean, like, so obviously you're going to do the other two eventually. Yeah. You're going to mm -hmm. do London, London and Berlin eventually. But is there anything else? Like, what else could you do? I mean, you ran a 311 marathon. You, you run halves all the time. Like, what else is on the horizon? Obviously, there's nothing else for you to do. Um there is actually um this year i'm really getting into ultra marathons oh um, my my Folks, she's <laughs> officially crazy and i want no. her out of my recording studio because i'm questioning her sanity ultras yeah um i so my my goal race my big race for the spring is the ice age 50 mile oh um, yeah yeah Mom, do you know anything about wisconsin i i've been there i've been there the packers play up there right that they do. Um, yeah, so that's the second weekend of May. Um, so that's kind of my focus oh for my this year. Yeah, Ultra just taking the plunge. <laughs> so, Becca, Becca, I'm going to ask you a question here. It's, it's a quiz more than anything. Oh, oh no. God. I remember when I saw you last time I was in Chicago, someone or you had said, um, I'm thinking about getting into the ultra world, right, running ultras. And I've, I've mentioned this to several, let's say five ultra marathon runners. Four of the five came back with the exact same statement and not even knowing you. Do you know what that statement was? What was the statement? She's going to have to learn to run slow. Yes, I know. <laughs> like that, honestly, that has been the biggest hurdle for me in terms of is going slow. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. I know you're not kidding. I know that we know this world. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of the biggest thing because I know if I train the same paces that I would do for a marathon, like there's going to be no way no. that I'm going to make it to it, the 50 because I'm going to be... Yeah, it's a know, lot It's a lot more mileage. mileage. It is, yeah. yeah. Plus trails. Most, most ultras are on trails. Yeah. That is one of the reasons why I'm, I decided to go to ultras is because it is on trails and I have just fallen in love with trail running. It's awesome. It's beautiful and the trail running community is so much fun. Oh, and Kelly, Kelly Rice, mm -hmm. you know, um, so we, we did a whole thick cast episode on ultras, yes. which I'm sure you listened to, but yes. everybody yeah, else, you should shaping. listen to it again. Yes, <laughs> right? Shaping. Shaping. <laughs> and one thing that Kelly talked about was
power walk up the hills instead of trying to run up them to try and like get my body to be efficient at power walking and, and not tire out with all the running. So it's oh, a little that's different. Cool. Yeah. And a lot more focus on recovery and stuff too. So making sure to take complete off days okay. um, to allow my body to recover. They give me Edgemore, um, which is a place in Chicago where you can uh, go recover, like sit in ice baths and compression boots oh, and that sort of thing. Oh, ice baths how relaxing. It yeah. sounds like you've been doing your research. I'm going to add one point. Kelly Rice, when she was training for her 50 mile, decided she didn't want to fuck up her Saturday and her Sunday. So she used to do her super long runs on Friday morning before work. So, which is ridiculous, right? Like she, there was days she ran a marathon before work. You get up at three thirty, you run a marathon, you go to work, and everyone's like, "Oh God, I can't wait to get my coffee and good morning." Wait, don't, and she's like, "Yeah, fuck you. I've been up for five hours, <laughs> right?" Yeah. And then she'd do her seventeen mile run on Saturdays, right? And then uh, Sunday would be her day off. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's what you got to do, right? Yeah. Well, another thing besides the ultras that you and Kelly Franz's girlfriend have in common is you guys are both vegan. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know. Like I feel like veganism and ultra running like <laughs> go hand in hand. I've I've noticed that. I mean, I don't know why there's such a correlation, but I have noticed that there's a really big vegan community in the ultra ultra world, which is also a reason for doing it <laughs> more. Community there. Community, yeah. Well, and there's a vegan 50K, right? Or a vegan 50 mile, is that it? I, you know, Kelly was telling me about that. I haven't looked into it, but um, yeah, I think something like that exists. Yeah, it does. It's up in the Northeast somewhere. I think it's in upstate New York. Do you feel like being a vegan, you're able to do a better for these long runs? Yeah, I think so. Um, I first became vegan in 2013, well, I started to, um, in 2013 after my first marathon, actually, so I read, yeah, so I I ran my first one, and I was like, oh my god, it was so fun, and then I got into, like, running more, so I started reading books, and I stumbled across Eat and Run by Scott Jurek, um, where he talks about how he went vegan, and it changed his running, um, and so I was like, oh, okay, I'll I'll give that a try, um, just, you know, whatever, (laughs) on the weekend, I'll just, yeah, right? Um, Just jump into veganism. So, I, I mean, it was a slow process. So, you know, I first started totally cutting out some meats and then eggs and cheese and, and all that. Um, so I would say, you know, what I found is that my recovery time improved and I had more energy. I wasn't feeling sore or achy after runs. I was able to do more. Um, and then... In between, like, my first marathon and my second marathon, the, really the only thing that I had changed was my diet, and I had shaved 15 minutes off my time and qualified for Jeez. Boston. And, yeah, <laughs> so then I was like, okay, like, this works. And you <laughs> saved all that time and all those animals, Yeah, you know? definitely, and the environment. And the, env- the environment. Yeah, the environment is actually Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I definitely think it's, it's a component of making me a stronger runner, just because... I mean, I'm not eating as much processed foods, and I'm getting good whole plant-based foods. So plant-based, and that's what Kelly talks about too. Yeah. Not just being vegan, and you know, because you can be vegan and eat bread all day. Mm-hmm. But you, you're plant-based, and you strive to eat a lot of plants. Yeah. Shit that grows in the ground, and you just pick and eat. Sure, because I mean, like, you know, Mother Nature developed everything we need. We don't need to process it and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So, so yeah. Now, I think the one, well, so Kelly will tell you the one criticism you need to eat protein. Oh, my God. Bitch peas. Bitch peas. That was an old episode. By the way, everybody should listen to that episode called Bitch Peas because you clear up any of the the misconceptions (laughs) about being vegan. But I think a lot of people will also say, like, that was the taste of plants. Oh, my God. Honestly, so changing my diet to become more plant-based, it's made me just appreciate food more and it's made me experiment and realize like oh my god you can make things taste so good by just like not doing that much yeah. do you yeah. have like any recipes that you would suggest do you have like a blog yeah what are your, what are your <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the blog and what your favorite foods are go for it 
Yeah. Um, so I do. So I started a blog a year and a half ago now, almost. Um, it's called Rabbit Food Runner. Um, we're gonna link that up on the uh, podcast page. sweet yeah so um it's just a place for me to talk about like running and share recipes um i recently i think the most recent one i did were oh well i'm Butter working on squash. yes i'm working on quesadillas but i did i made some quesadillas the, uh the other day for for one of the thought looks and it got got good review so that oh before i came over so here good. yeah before i came over here i was working on that one. I'm not, with my diet, I'm technically not supposed to eat that, and it was so good. Cheese, yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Um, yeah, so, uh, that's fun, so if you want some inspiration for vegan recipes, you can head What's the exact website? Rabbitfoodrunner.com, or? Rabbitfoodrunner.com. All right. Everybody go there. All the listeners go there to rabbitfoodrunner.com. Reach out to Becca. Do you have contact information there? Can they email you from the website? They can. They can email me. They can subscribe to the newsletter. Subscribe to her newsletter. It's really cool. It's really great. It gives just like a rundown like real quick and you can click on whatever interests you. It's really cool. So everybody should do that. It is. It's called the rundown. The rundown. Funny pun on words. Yeah. And if, and if you have any follow-up questions on that or anything else, I just want to throw out the email now. Our email, kselkfonsfitcast at gmail.com. Was that the right one? You, you got it right. This is the second time in a row you've got our email right. Amazing. kselkfonsfitcast at gmail.com. Questions for us or Rebecca or go to rabbitfruitrunner.com and go on there. So not to cut you off. We're not cutting you off. There's plenty more questions for you. You've been doing this for a year and a half, but you just started this subscription email not I too long ago. I did, yeah. So initially, I mean, the reason that I started it was more for, like, personal reasons. So I started it, um, I like, I had struggled with an eating disorder for a long time, so it was a way for me to, like, help develop a better relationship with food. Um, so at first, like, I kept it really, like, private, and I was just, like, it was kind of like a journal almost. Um and then I really started to like fall in love with doing it. And I was like, this is a lot of fun. Like I was having confidence in like recipes that I would share and stuff. Um, so, and I wanted to like make it, I don't know, I just wanted to grow it now. And so I've met with um, a couple other bloggers in the area um, just to get like some ideas from Whoa, them. Of, like professional. Yeah, right? Um, so like how to, um, how to grow the blog. So um, I met with, um, Erica from Erica Fines and Susie Lummer from the Sue's Life. Um, who were, I know both of them. Yeah, they were fantastic. Um, and so they kind of gave me some tips on like how to grow it, you know, how to get more readers, how to like potentially get sponsors and that sort of thing. So I started the newsletter as part of that. Um, so it's just like a weekly, weekly blast. Um, so it's like my little like hobby thing that I yeah. like to like go home to after work and like think of some things, test out recipes and oh, all yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I will say we're because I know that I learned a lot from it, and you've got like a bazillion subscribers, so I know everybody who's a subscriber would appreciate this. So I'm glad that you were able to kind of find that that personal growth so much that you felt like you could share that. With mm-hmm. That's amazing. Thank you very much. It's, it's yeah, I love getting the feedback from other people. Like, so I finished, um, after I finished the F3, I crossed the finish line, and there was a guy who was standing there, Ken was his name, um, and he was like, hey, I just want to say, like, I read your blog, and I think you're a good runner, and I was like, oh my god, what? Like, I got, you didn't know him? No, I didn't. Oh my god. I got so excited, and I, of course, I gave him, like, the biggest hug, and I was like, how was your race, and all that, but, like, it just, that made me so happy, so I love getting the feedback like that, and knowing that I'm, like, that people find it interesting or that you're people reaching, enjoy you're reaching yeah, people. You're exactly. reaching people. Well, and you're, help, you're helping people make their own lives better and live longer and be healthier and all that stuff. And you know what? That, that's the value that we want to have created, right? And Becca, you're, you're a huge part of that. Thank you very much for saving people's lives. Aww, thanks, and I, huh? I will add, I know Chris Mosier is not on this episode. No. Um, but I know if he was here, he always says, be the person you needed when you were younger. So I, I think you have kind of the ability to reach out to people that 
are going through, the same things that you went through. And just to think about that, like when you're when you're writing these blog posts, you don't know who they're gonna go out to. Oh, you're not. No. Know what happens? Old scary. You could, reach, you could reach the right person at the right time, and you could really make a difference. We're so proud of you. No, thanks, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then where do we even continue with this? Because there's just so much to talk about with you. I know. I know. I have a lot going on. You do have a lot going on. So another thing that some people might not know about you is that you are actually, you know, you're, you're venturing into some brand new territory. It has to do with running. Mm-hmm. It probably has to do with the nutrition a little bit. You are, you're going to become a coach. You're going to become a running coach. Yeah. So I'm working on my certification. Um, I was just reading earlier today about pacing guidelines, which is, it's very close to home for the ultra training. Um, wow. But yeah, so I'm studying through the UASCA program um, to become a certified running coach. And I really hope to start taking on clients and writing wow. training plans for them and all that stuff, oh uh, helping them reach their goals. Mm-hmm. Oh so what type of athletes are you hoping to, to reach? Ultra runners? Or? Um, really any, probably not ultras until I myself have run okay. one. <laughs> maybe um, maybe you should coach someone to do yeah, it until you do exactly. it. Exactly. Um, but I think, I mean, I have a lot of experience with marathons and half marathons and kind of shorter distances. Um, so whether they're beginner runners or runners, you know, looking to qualify for Boston or but just she's looking, done that a few times, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like looking to, um, to just, I, I don't know, break out of a rut. I think that's something that a coach can, can really help with. Um, and more so, I mean, I come from an education background and I love, teaching and helping people reach goals so that i mean that's one of my motivations for it too. wow so is this a new career move or just a hobby well i don't know where it'll lead awesome <laughs> that's the that's exciting <laughs> oh my gosh so what have what have you like learned so far has there been anything like when you're cause you like actually like read material to study mm-hmm. for this right yeah have you ever had like that about it yes um let's see like one of the specific ones that comes to mind is i had started last year training with a heart rate monitor and i would always notice how like, at the end of the run like the heart rate just and all that kind of stuff um but i learned what that's called it's called cardiac drift um yes exactly yes that's the new <laughs> that's the doctor's version the yes that's the doctor's version of fast and furious <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's, it's just been very cool. Or, I mean, even about like the pacing, um, and good pacing strategies for races, you know, they say if you, or I read, uh, yesterday that if you start off a race 7% slower than your 10 K pace, you'll end up finishing faster than like, if you go too fast or too slow. Yeah. Really? You know, it's like, this is really good for me to know. (laughs) So, um, anyway, yeah. So it's just been very very fun, very interesting, very informative, and I've been able to apply it to my own training. Your own training. Wow, that's really great. Um, I know that we're probably going to get emails about this. So I just sure. Wanna, well, so I just want to get it out of the way. Like, what advice would you give an athlete who's maybe experienced in their race distance but really wants to step it up? Maybe two things. So training all year round. I think it's something important. And that's not to say, you know, you have to be putting in 50 miles a week speed work all the time, but maintaining a base. Mm. Um, because a lot of runners tend to be just seasonal runners. So they pick a race and then they train for it. And then after the race, they kind of let all their fitness go to waste. So, I'm not guilty of that. I was gonna say I, I I would say the same you know thing, but you've all heard the previous fitcasts about my giving up after my half mar- half Ironman. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Uh, it happens. It does. No, we shouldn't totally, do that anymore. Well, no, I mean, I mean the mental break and like the physical break is definitely needed. You can tone it down. Okay. You don't have to be in race mode. But I okay. think um, if you want to progress to the next level, you still have to continue to carry in. Um, do maintenance work on the off season. Okay. All right. Well, 
Okay, I think I can handle that. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna try to do that. Unfortunately, I'm in my training season. It is six weeks really until my race, but well, then after your race, you can maintain a little bit and then knock it out. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. You got it. I'm gonna do the backup plan. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we have some fun questions for you. Yep. We're not all about business. Correct. Um. So I fun. Should I start? Yeah, no, it's all you. Go for it. It's all me. It's my show. It's the Case Outfit. The Case Outfit guys. I've spoken the I've spoken enough. It's all it's all you for Okay. For now. Um, so do you have like a running idol that you look up to? Like somebody that really Present company accepted. You can't say either Case Outfit. You can't myself. say it's either one of us. I know no. that it would be both of us. Exactly. Yeah. You guys tie. Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess second place then after you guys um, I look up to Shalane Flanagan. Yes, I know she's great. Um, also because she did the like the Run Fast Eat Slow, which is one of my favorite cookbooks. Yeah. Um, and she's just I just find her just a very like positive, powerful, good role model. Okay, so you're trying to be like Shalane. you're not yeah. too far. You're not too far away. So oh. keep keep going. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite? So. Like I mentioned before, you know, everybody says, oh, you're vegan. Where do you get your protein? Every runner knows you need protein for recovery. Do you have a favorite vegan recovery meal? Like something that's that's totally vegan, but that really makes you feel like you're you're recovered and you got nutrients. Um, usually after my long run, I'll do a tofu scramble of some sort. Oh, yeah. Vegetables. Um, because your long runs, you're done in the morning. It's like nine, ten in the morning, right? Yeah, exactly. It's perfect brunch time. It's yes, perfect. it is. <laughs> Early gets in like seventeen miles. And, you know, it's still. Let me guess. Let me. Let me. Can I guess some ingredients here? And I have never eaten. Uh, I have eaten out with you a few times, but let me guess. Uh, tofu scramble. Uh, onions, green peppers, mushrooms, spinach. Are those involved at all? Uh, green peppers, no. Not really a fan of those. Okay. I'll do, like, red and yellow peppers. All right. I should have just said bell peppers. Damn it, I should have said bell peppers. Bell peppers. <laughs> um, I like to throw in kale and oh, kale. black beans in there, too. Ooh, black beans. Um, some nooch, nutritional yeast. Oh, that's that's a favorite around our house here. Yeah, it's good. So that'll be, that's usually what I do. And then a side of avocado toast, because that's just avocado. I believe it's pronounced avocatoast. <laughs> avocatoast. <laughs> Stephen Fonz, my nephew, is a big fan of the avocatoast. I like oh that. My God. <laughs> That's what it is now from now on. It's probably going to be in the title of this episode. Avocatoast. Avocatoast. <laughs> Avocados are like my favorite. I probably have avocado toast every day. No, you, you mispronounced it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, avocado. Avocado. Toast. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Another question. I got this one. Can I do this one? You go All ahead, Juan. Right. So you're you're newly entering the ultra world. Do you have a spirit animal for your ultra training or your ultra races? Ooh, a spirit animal. They've got to be fast. It, no, it better not be fast. This is the, remember from earlier case out, the tortoise. It's going to be the tortoise, not the, not the cheetah. A sloth? A sloth. <laughs> no, that would be my that spirit be animal awesome. for an ultra. Ooh, um, maybe like a mountain goat or something. There you go. Well, no, okay, you're looking at me really weird. No, I'm liking, I'm liking the mountain well, goat. No, because they're I very mean, strong animals. Well, they are strong animals, um, but also, uh, like, on the trails, like, you have to be very careful about your footing. So I picture, you know, oh. like, mountain goat just being very, like, cautious. <laughs> okay. Let's hear your best mountain goat noise. <laughs> Perfect, thank you. Half-assed mountain goat. Yeah, that was she'll, beautiful. She'll put a lot more I'll, effort into the running. You know guys. what? Yes, exactly. I'll have to practice. I'm still only getting into it. I have to practice. <laughs> All right, okay. I have a que- I have another question here. Oh. And this is where our mini game is coming in. So. Ooh. I am going to choose uh, Becca. You are going to be our Johnny Laden. Okay. What does that mean? That means that 
uh, you will be the chooser of the number, all right? So, Case Hulk and I are going to compete over the number that you choose, okay? It'll get complicated, but let's do this. So, without saying anything, Becca, at what age do you think I started losing my hair? Don't say it out loud. Just tell me when you lock it in. Oh, it's for sure in the single digits. Don't, it, it, Case Hulk. Oh, don't, sorry. Don't, I'm no not coaching. Yeah, you and I are competing here. So. I started losing my hair at what age? Don't say it out loud. Tell us when you got the number locked in. Got it. You got it? Our, our listeners need to take a look at the picture that's posted on the FitCast page because Fonz, I mean, I can't say he has a, a great, strong, thick head of hair. No, I shave it bald. Every time I get over to Barton Springs Pool, I just, it's gone. So, all right, Becca, you got it locked in? I do. All right, now, K-Salk, you and I are going to... Now, no cheating. I know you two are in the same room, and I'm virtual, so no I cheating. You don't cheat. I already know the answer. Well, you don't know the answer. What do you mean you know? How do you know? Because the answer... Should I say the answer? Well, but is the answer when I started losing the hair? We're betting on what Becca thinks the answer is. Oh, I know what Becca thinks, too. Oh. Well, we're going to bet anyhow, so... Here are the rules. Ready for the rules? And all of you and our listeners can play this game. It's called Johnny Laden Thinks. You can uh, set a line, and the other person, the opponent, can either take the under or set a new line. So you can say, Kesalk, you can start. If you say 10, I can either take the under or set a new line that's higher. So go ahead and set a line. Nine and a half years old. I will set a new line. I will set a new line at sixteen. Oh, okay. So now I have to re-guess. You can either take the under or set a new line. Oh no, I'm setting a new line. I'm thinking that it's eighteen. Twenty-one. I'm gonna take the under. Becca, what's the number? Twenty-two. Yes! Fonz wins again. That was the Taylor Swift reference. I got that reference. Oh, right, thank you. I hope. Well, if I butchered it with my singing voice, but yeah. oh man, see, I told you 22. we didn't. I told you we didn't cheat, Fonz. Camera, <laughs> we didn't cheat. Fonz wins again. All right. Well, congratulations to me. What age was it? Oh, I don't know. You start losing your hair. I don't know. It just falls out all the time. There's, it doesn't matter what reality is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who Rebecca thinks. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I like that. Any, that can be the answer to any question. It just matters what Becca thinks. Exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. Hashtag Becca thinks. It's, it's trending on Twitter as we speak. Oh Excellent. <laughs> we haven't even put this out to the public yet, and it's already whatever. So, Becca, thank you for sharing. Uh, what's your blog again? Why don't you send people to your blog right now? Sure. Uh, go to rabbitfoodrunner.com. Rabbitfoodrunner. Um, I don't know when this episode will go live, but hopefully there will be some kind of tasty recipe up there. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So you can check that out. Uh, there's also a contact page on there where it will have my email address rabbitfoodruns at gmail.com uh, or you can subscribe to the blog on there as well and get get newsletter updates and updates about posts. That's, that's amazing. Or you can email us at kselkfonsfitcast at gmail.com So listeners, uh, just pipe in. Let's hear what you had to think about our amazing guest and uh, shoot us some emails. Speaking of emails, Yes, we are on to our next segment of the program. Wait, no, before that, Becca, thank you for being on. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thanks, Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for having me. So we are on we are on to our next segment of the program. Yeah, and Becca, you can stick around for this. Yeah. Um will do. So speaking of email. Yes, our mailbag presented by Live Love Paddle. Come down to Austin, take a bat tour. The bats aren't here, they'll be back shortly, but take an uh, urban kayak tour or just come out and rent kayaks. You can kayak year-round here in Austin. So uh, thank you to Live Love Paddle for sponsoring our mailbag. We have a couple emails, don't we? We do. We have a couple. I can go first. Yeah. I, mine's the best. I would say so. Go for it. It's so good. So one of our listeners, our, our listener, Nick, 
um, told us that, and, and you know what, I think Becca is a pretty good guest, and I have no complaints, but one of the guests that our listener Nick suggested be on our podcast is a member of the Unicycle Football League. What? Do you know what that is? Because I didn't until I saw this YouTube video that our listener Nick sent us. And he's right. We we need to get these people on the fit cast. These new, like, these new sports. We had the beat baseball. Now we have unicycle football. This Um, is incredible. This is, I mean, this is perfect for the fit cast. And this is a minute and a half long video that I want our listeners to, to hear. All right. Riding a unicycle isn't easy. Neither is playing football. But doing them at the same time is just downright hard. And a little wacky. It looks silly. So I didn't play. And I couldn't ride a unicycle. And they didn't want to try. And then it just kind of floated around. Uh, and then about three or four years ago, started playing. San Marcos is home to the one and only Unicycle Football League. The league was started back in 2008 as the brainchild of Marcus Garland, who wanted to make his childhood dream a reality. Yeah, it's it's weird. I didn't think that it would turn this legitimate, but it's like, it's a real freaking sport. It's, it started off just, I was just trying to be funny, and didn't really think it would work, but now it's, uh, it's a real freaking sport, so it's like, wow. Unicycle football is a semi-contact sport played on asphalt, and is much like a hardcore game of backyard football. The contest always starts with a jousting match, after which teams of five face off to see who wins. There are currently eight teams in the league, and they all compete for a spot in the championship round, suitably labeled the Stuper Bowl. Uh, I'm on the Harvey Street Herons. Uh, we found, we started about two years ago, won the Stuper Bowl last year, which is you know the top prize for UFL. Friends and family come out to support their favorite teams, dance to some good tunes, and simply have a fun time enjoying the vibes. I think it's just the whole vibe of everything, to be honest. Like, I just like how pumped up everybody gets and, like, I don't know, just how passionate and, like, into it. And, I mean, everybody does kind of cool tricks, too. And so, I like that. Games are always free to attend and are held Sunday afternoons at 1 o'clock. For Bobcat Update, I'm Keaton Sandberg. <laughs> wow, that was incredible. Yes, everybody needs to hear this. Yeah, so, um, and, and you know what Becca just told me is that she actually knows how to ride a, a unicycle. I used to. I used to. I went to circus camp when I was what? little. Kid. Oh, my God. This, was, this is great material that you did not share with me, so we couldn't ask you about during the interview. How, circus camp. No. How do we learn about circus camp after the interview ends? Damn it. <laughs> it was, it was uh, okay. some interesting you, middle school years. Do you know how to throw a football? Uh, could you could you learn? Could learn? She could learn. So guess what? I'm betting since you're so keen on the betting fun. Yep. Football unicycle football league champion. Whoever's on Becca's team. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's kind of like the kayaking water polo that happens here in Austin. I've never done it, but I guarantee as soon as I step in, everyone's gonna be like, "Yep, there's the winner." Wow, that was an incredible video. I have another. Uh, I have another email here. This one's from uh, a Terry Mel Salk. Terry Mel Salk, who's that? I believe it's your mom. Oh, that's my mom. <laughs> wow. See, at least we're at the point in our fitcast where we get emails other than from my mom. <laughs> yes. So I'm not too embarrassed by that. <laughs> but, uh... but here it is. Ready? Hey all. I really enjoyed your most recent FitCast. I thought it was really funny that about 20 minutes into the podcast, I heard someone open a can of beer. Oh, someone. I assume. Someone fun. And pour it into a glass. I also thought it was hilarious that Chris Chris uh, is giving up round foods. Right? Chris Mosier said he was giving oh, yeah. up round foods. He's giving up his, well, he's not giving them up. In fact, I think I saw a post from him on Facebook saying that he went for a donut run. Where he ran. Sorry, well, Chris. Hate to out you. Yep. Sorry. Well, and ironically, and I'm going to get to every piece of this email, but ironically, that evening after the FitCast, I ate a square pizza, which was Chris Mosier approved. Doesn't count. It's Doesn't yep. count. <laughs> I mean, it was like an 88 cent pizza from the Mini Mart on the corner, so I assume it was perfectly healthy food. Oh, it's perfect. Well, let, wait, <laughs> let me throw this one at you. Yeah. 
sushi. That's a round food. Sushi is round. Interesting. Chris, can you just weigh in on this, Chris Mosier? Yes. <laughs> also, I did not open a beer 20 minutes into the FitCast last time. I had a glass of, I had an entire bottle of wine during the last FitCast, so I know I wasn't drinking beer. I think you opened the the the, bo- the beer. I filled a glass of wine in 20 minutes, and I think Chris Clark actually hanged me up. <laughs> No, I just had a glass of wine at that point. So, sorry, Terry, Mel, Salk. I, uh, it was wine I was drinking. Oh, my gosh. And I had a square pizza. So funny. I'm never giving up on round foods. You know what? A lot of people aren't going to give up on round foods. So, and here's a question we already actually kind of mentioned, but we can talk about it a little more in depth. I wonder what both of you think about Chris's philosophy of being in constant state of training so you never have to recoup. Well, that's not what Chris said. Well, actually, that is what Chris said, but that doesn't always mean that you need to be doing something. And I think that, I thought yeah, that you guys said the same thing. Yeah, it's it's not that you're always in racing mode, but it's that you're always doing something to either maintain your fitness no or days to off. like yeah, no days off, like doing something today that will benefit you tomorrow. Yeah, so that it's you're doing you're doing your recovery Yoga. at the edge, yeah. or you're doing strength training, or you're eating well. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not about necessarily like, cause I do like if there's a specific race, you have the training programs and X number of miles and this and that. But like after the race, you just go to a November project workout or whatever, and just kind of do stuff without anything necessarily specific in mind other than, you know, it's all about just being fitness and healthy and improving the quality of your life. Right. So that's it. That's the, that's the key. Like, and, and I, I urge all of our listeners to um, take take your fitness into a level where it's going to improve your life. I, I once want to know. I want to know from our listeners what they do on their quote unquote days off. So, like, I know Becca talks about doing her ice baths, and that just sounds so wonderful. Yeah. Um, I actually did recovery boots today, which I really enjoyed. And I know Chris does a lot of strength training. He does his jack a day. So, I want to hear from our listeners. Kcellconsfitcast at gmail dot com. What do you guys do? On your quote-unquote days off that aren't really your days off. You're not supposed to have days off. Exactly. Like, let's <laughs> – why not? Hear like, it. Let's hear it because it's, it's, it's a big deal. Like, a lot of people, like Becca was saying earlier, like, you get to a race and you're done, right? And that's that's not a healthy way to do it. Should we move on to our next segment or do we have more? Our next segment. Our next segment would be our favorite things. Favorite things. Who's our sponsor for favorite things? The sponsor of this is WellFit, my triathlon training center. I want to say something about WellFit because this is awesome. And all of our listeners, I know we have a lot of listeners in Chicago because that's where I'm based out of. Um, So anybody in Chicago who is training for an Ironman, WellFit has their Ironman training program that, um, I mean, they've been doing this for years and years and years. But this year, if you sign up for their Ironman training program, you get entered in a raffle to win a tri-bike at cost from Get a Grip Cycles, which is crazy. Like, that is amazing. I want to do an Ironman just so I can get in the (laughs) raffle to get a bike. Like, it's so cool. So, yeah, they're actually, they're offering that. Um, One of the sponsors of the WellFit team is Get a Grip Cycles in Chicago. So anyone in Chicago, you guys, if you're thinking about an Ironman, you should sign up with WellFit team. And win the fucking bike. Oh, my God. A bike at cost is crazy. You get it for, like, I don't know, less than half the price. That's 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 awesome. Well, thank you, WellFit, for sponsoring our mail league. That's incredible. Um, so I, I will share my favorite thing. Yes, you go first. Mine's, mine's super cheesy, but I love it anyhow. So go ahead. Mine's super cheesy, too. Do we have the same favorite thing? Definitely not. Oh, my but, favorite thing... Is the FitCast. Our FitCast. Fuck, we've been doing this for... A year and a half. A year and a half, yeah. And I just, I love doing this, and I love you, and I love our listeners. Every time I do an interview, I just have so much fun with it, so... Yay! (laughs) You know, this is, it, it is actually incredible. Like, we're having a great time, and our listeners love it, and we get great feedback, and... 
Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't argue with that. That's incredible. Thank you so much. Better than avocados. Avocados, our new word. Now, Becca, you have to promise never, ever, ever to say avocado toast ever again. Okay, I promise. You promise. <laughs> okay. She pinky promise. It's a big deal. And if you do, if you do, that's fine. Just wear a little rubber band around your wrist and just snap it so that you feel the pain. <laughs> that will be in training. All right. Yes, you just you you just need to feel the pain a little bit so that. Eventually, you get to take away the rubber band. Yeah, coach yourself, I'll, I'll use my coaching technique. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, here you go. We got it. We're fine. And that doesn't have to be around for what you can get. <laughs> Well, my favorite thing is something that's been someone who's been brought up many times and has enhanced my life infinitely. And it is not my FitCast partner, K-Self. Sorry. Kelly Rice has brought so much into my life, including our new puppy. Kelly Rice is amazing. She really I is. I love Kelly Rice. She's a vegan. She has her own blog post that's a competing blog. Not competing. They're all, they're all complimentary, aren't oh, they? they're all friends. Yeah, and uh, this new puppy, like our new puppy, not a puppy. She's three and a half, but like this dog has never felt love before. She was a, she was a puppy mill mom, so her entire job was to create puppies and I never would have felt the love for this dog had it not been for my favorite thing, Kelly Rice. Aww. Kelly Rice, at least the best. Who is <laughs> like, what is this? I did not have any onions in this house, and somebody is cutting onions in here. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Kelly. We love everything that you do, and we love that you love Han. And she's made my heart a lot bigger, and I can't wait to go outside and hug our two Newfies. We have two Newfies in our house now. That's a lot of dogs. Right, that is a lot. That's like almost having like ten dogs. Yeah. I went. I went on poop patrol this morning in the yard, oh, no. and the you good. Were, you and your popsicle penis went on poop patrol. No, there's no popsicle penis in Texas because it's it's way too warm here. <laughs> and I wear layers. But anyhow, so fortunately, both dogs have picked their specific place to poop. So I just need to go to two places, but it's like you know, the Egyptian pyramids of poop. Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> is pretty much like owning a dinosaur. It, it is kind of like that. We got two of them, so. Uh, oh, but okay. yes, our newfies are amazing. Our house is amazing. Kelly's amazing. Thank you very much, and for Kelly for being a part of all of this. So sorry if anybody is else is cutting onions out there, but uh, Kelly Rice is my favorite well, thing. I think the pyramid of poop kind of put a. <laughs> My eyes are burning, not from smelling, not from the discussion, but just from smelling way too much poop. Oh, so, uh, so yeah, those are our segments. Uh, that was that was amazing. Yeah. Do you have anything coming up? Valentine's Day is coming up. Are you going to do anything for your favorite thing? For Valentine's Day? Well, no. We're just probably just going to hang out and you know do nothing. We'll go. To, we'll go to some amazing vegan restaurant or vegan food truck. The food trucks. We'll probably just go to Arlo's, which is the best vegan food truck in Austin. Oh my gosh. The vegan food trucks there are so good. I think, Becca, you're going to have to come when I... Because yeah. I'm going to Austin in August. Well, we'll definitely do a thick house recording when I'm there, but Becca's going to be in my suitcase. Becca, are you allergic to dogs or cats? Uh, cats, kind of. It's hit or miss with cats. Well, we have our we have our coach house, which is cat free. There, he's not allowed back here, so uh, you're good out here. So, yes, definitely Arlo's for Valentine's Day. There's a there's an undie run. I've seen pictures of Becca naked in Chicago on Valentine's Day. <laughs> not completely naked. I was in my underwear. I was in a bathing suit, bikini. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, she looks great. <laughs> no matter what she's wearing. Will you be doing that again this year? Either of you? Um, I, I don't think I'm doing it. That's I'm not, my not because I think it's I think it's close to Tokyo. Oh or... yeah, it's the weekend before Tokyo, right? You oh. might be gone already. I might, yeah, I might be gone. Yeah, you'll be gone already. Well, hopefully, we'll see Kevin Waz and or uh, Katie Clark's naked bodies. Oh, I, I hope we see both of them. <laughs> 
Other than that, no Valentine's Day plans here. How about you? Um, so Johnny and I decided, well, I decided for the two of us, because that's what you do when you're in a relationship. <laughs> you make joint decisions where one person makes the decision and you're both like, okay, that's fine, whatever. Um, we're making sushi for Valentine's Day. Oh. I made it for the first time with some of my girlfriends. And it went really well. So you just need to have the right tools Mm -hmm. in order to do it. But if you have the right tools, it's pretty easy. And you can't forget to put the seaweed in. Because if you put the rice down, you just put the veggies in. There's no substance. And, yeah, to my my girlfriends, I kept on forgetting to put the sushi in. Or the seaweed in there. Mm -hmm. The sushi itself. But no race is coming up until uh, March. Um, But I'll definitely be cheering Becca on in Tokyo. Well, for sure. And I, do they have an online, Becca, is there an online we can track you or get texts on our phone? Yeah, there, there probably is. I have yet to look into it. I'm so unprepared for this trip. This is definitely <laughs> a free race. <laughs> yeah, right? I have my flights and the Airbnb, and that's about it. That's, that's it. What, what more can you ask for? Tracking. Yeah, right? <laughs> Tracking. Post, post them. Hopefully, I have a uh, I have a race coming up that it's not actually coming up, but it I newly signed up for it. What is this? Uh, Edwin, Gina, Rachel, and I are going to be a team at the November Project Summit in Boston coming That's up in June. That's right. That's right. The November Project Summit. It's in Boston this year. Right? It is. Yeah. I mean, it's not in well, Boston, yeah. but. Yeah, it's outside of Boston, so it's going to be incredible. We signed up a team, and I just saw we have four other members, not on a team because the relay is sold out, but we got, we have, it is, the relay is sold out. We have two Project Austin members running the marathon trail, and then two others running shorter races. I don't know exactly what they're doing, but yeah, uh, Project Austin is going to be repped in Boston for, uh, for the summit this year in June. Oh my gosh, you guys are going to have so much fun! Yes. As that gets closer, we'll have to uh, kind of give updates on that. Yes, absolutely. But uh, very excited. But unfortunately, the relay is sold out. But you can always sign up for the 10K, 5K, Marathon, Ultra, 50. Becca, are you, are you running the 50 mile? <laughs> I am not. Oh man. <laughs> A little bit too close to Ice Age. Yes, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, that's what I got going on. I was going to say, listeners have to send us emails. What do you got coming up? If there's some big event that we all need, we all need to sign up for, um, just shoot us an email at ksalkpondsfitcast at gmail.com. Now's the time of year when people are starting to sign up for things. I know. You have to, you're thinking about it. They've unless, been... unless you live in, in Texas, um, it's starting to get a little warm. And if you need a coach to coach you through any of these races, we happen to know one, Becca. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, let us know. But I'm, I'm just excited for everything that's going on, everything that's coming up. And, uh, Fonz, are you excited for spring in Texas? Fuck yeah. How about you? Fuck yeah. 